Hey, what's going on? Thank you for listening to the show today. We have an incredible guest. Ashley Hesseltine from the podcast Girls Gotta Eat is here. Have such a fun discussion talking about online dating, hiring a matchmaker, blowjobs in the shower. It really is a fun discussion. I do want to remind you, I do have some live shows coming out. I love meeting you guys in person. Chicago, April 28th at the IO Theater. Then I have a show here in Los Angeles, April 30th at the Hollywood Improv. And then I'm coming to Florida, Orlando, at the Orlando Improv, May 10th. Tampa at the Tampa Improv, May 11th. I love that you guys listen to the show. I love meeting you in person even more. Come on out. Go to andrewcollincomedy.com to get tickets, and I'll see you on the road. All right, enjoy the show. All right. All right, well, welcome to the Andrew Collin Show. I'm your host, Andrew Collin. <laughs> I just expected to hear puddles. Oh. <laughs> the real ones now. They really do. They probably missed the song. Like, what is this again? What is the Andrew Collins show? It was a midlife crisis. I think I think instead of buying like, a Jaguar. A Jaguar. Yeah, you bought a Jaguar. I changed the name to my show and I definitely made the wrong choice. <laughs> but we were both listening to Bone, Thuggish Ruggish Bone when we made the decision. Um I have such a great guest. Um great friend. Uh I mean, we've, we're friends now for five years, six years. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think I met you like right when I moved to New York like, or maybe like 2017. It's crazy. Maybe 2018. Ashley Hesseltine is here. You did it. I, trust me, I did research. <laughs> I really did because I fucked up on this show we did. I said teen. And Just, like, oh, our show that we host. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, but was that a joke or not? You really messed. It's fine. Yeah. It's hard to... Once you have it in your head, you, it's hard to get past it. Yeah. Like what you already think it is. I, I wasn't, I was, yeah, I, I didn't feel good about it considering it. when you know someone that long, <laughs> you know what I mean? People I still add an S to my name. I was just going to say, I'm going to start calling you Andrew Collins. It's a better name. I should have done that it from the true. beginning. Yeah. Right, well, right. Cause like what is Colin? My grandpa changed it. Did I ever tell you a story? I think we did talk about this. Yeah. I feel like your listeners right now who've been here since the beginning are like, they've had the same conversation. That's a good point. <laughs> so blowjobs, are we doing them? <laughs> I have not sucked a dick in a, in a while. How long? <laughs> oh my God. Um, since you moved to LA? Oh yeah. You haven't sucked an LA dick yet? Well, I sucked a dick in LA last year. <laughs> that counts. You can still taste it. <laughs> That's why you moved here? In the shower. I was like, I'm getting waterboarded. <laughs> Just threw a towel? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I don't just suck a dick. Wait, wait, let's go back to this shower blowing. <laughs> yeah. Well, your knee, the tile hurts. So did you bring a towel in? Did you go knees? Did you squat like a catcher? <laughs> was there a chair? Squat. Is there That's a seat? so funny. Squatting like a catcher and like my hands on his ass cheeks for <laughs> For stability. <laughs> There's an umpire there. Did, let me let me think back where, okay, I'm trying to think of the, I really don't, I guess I was on my knees. Yeah. You can do it for a little bit. How do you feel about shower sex in general? I mean, my whole thing is like water sex. Like last year, 2022, Raina was like, Ashley, 
have you realized that you've fucked in water the whole year? Like she was like, it's been shower. It's been bath. It's been hot tub. It's been shower again. Like it's been ocean. Like you can't stop. And then I am a triple water sign on my Zodiac. Your pussy. Everything's wet. That's why we, that's why we're friends. (laughs) We love wet. No, well, you I, love dry. I used to love dry. Yeah. I've, 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 I'm on the <laughs> wet puddles. now. Yeah, the whole puddles thing. Now as Andrew Collin, I actually like wet. When I was puddles, I like dry. <laughs> it's a whole fucking weird thing going on. So wait, so you've only been having sex and what? But I feel like when you're in a shower, you're having sex. It sounds like you're killing a duck. The sweet sound. sound. You could hear it. <laughs> it. It just. It sounds like Donald Duck's dying. Well. It, so it just depends on the shower because if if it's got good water pressure, that's kind of all you're hearing, you know, like a loud shower sound. That's what I'm. If I'm have, uh, yeah. If you, have, tr- if you have like a shower that's trickling out and you're just hearing <laughs> Donald Duck, yeah, no one's wet. Um, that's so true. Like a poor man's shower is just like or not even poor. Yeah. Well, wherever you live, L.A. I'm I'm trying to blow the whistle on the L.A. drought. Oh boy. Because I this city. Maybe the whole state, but I would say Los Angeles is the hardest water pressure I've ever experienced. So, which I like. No one doesn't like that. We all want a shower that's like almost borderline painful. Like it's like a massage in the shower. So it's not that I don't like it. I love it. Nothing worse than not good, than like low water pressure. But I would say Los Angelinos are using... 20 times the water we actually need to in the shower. Like I, I'm really not trying to rile anyone up because I know I'm not, I'm sure the city is not listening. They're not going to make these changes. So don't come for me. But the drought this, that we're, that LA is always in, like, have we talked about the water pressure? Have we looked into the water pressure? It's shocking to me. Yeah. Do you I, think is yours? My water pressure is good. New York was dog shit. Right. But I'm yeah. like, maybe there's something to but that. No one's going to get that. If that's your starting point, is let's make showers worse. I'm not. You're not that. gonna. I'm not. Listen, it's not that. This yeah. is not, this is not my cause. I'm just trying to blow the whistle on it a little bit. Just a little blow. <laughs> just, just. I'm just trying to like tell people stop telling us like other like not me not particularly. It's rained every day since we've been here, so I feel like I'm not part of like the really hardcore LA drought culture. But you know, prior to that, it was a lot of like, here's how we conserve water. Make sure you're doing this. Make sure you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Don't water your lawn. Stuff like that. Where I'm like, maybe the water pressure. Could be. I mean, if you lower the water pressure, maybe you might. I don't finally... want them to. Yeah. I'm not going to City Hall with this. I'm just telling your listeners, like, I've noticed. For the 10% of you that live here. Well, it is. Yeah. No, I think they were in a drought for a long time. I think it was like scary. And then the rain, yeah. the last four months it went from like zero to like 70 <laughs> yeah. percent of whatever but yes let's not start with the water pressure let's look at something else and work our way to the shower so why have you have you gone on dates here why have you not blown um, anyone in la i mean i don't i've only been here what four months yeah three months like three months in a few days i I'm not like making excuses. I just, I'm not, I usually don't blow someone on the first date. <laughs> so <laughs> it has happened. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've gone on a few dates, but I haven't, yeah, I haven't blown anyone yet. Have you, how many blowjobs have you gotten? Uh, I mean, I have a living girlfriend. But like, I mean, how much are she blowing you? She, this is going to shock you. She would blow me more than if, uh, you would want. Yeah. 
which is such an insane problem to have. This might shock you. This might shock everybody. I'm just getting older. I like to, you know, come every six days. You know? Right. Anything more than that is a job. It's yeah. like a lot. You it's know. To call it that. That's true. What? So, what are these dates? So, who have you had a good date? Um. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I I haven't been, like. We've we've also been away a lot, a lot. You know, like I would say, I was gone the whole month of February. So I feel like just as of late, do I actually feel like I have the time? You know, where I can between everything I have going on, comedy and stuff like that, I actually have the time. I I haven't been that thrilled. You know, like I have gone and I went on one date that I just felt like it wasn't. The date itself was good, like the conversation, but I felt like it wasn't a match for me. I don't even know if I was like that physically attracted to him. It just felt like it. I could just tell. We Where did you meet him? Well, so I don't know if I want to. This okay. is like I'm just doing a big a bit on this, and I haven't even said okay, it on our gotcha. podcast. So, oh, I met him on an app. Yeah. Sorry, let me walk back. Um, I met him on just a dating app. Oh, oh, oh yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> an unconventional. Um, an unconventional eventually. dating app. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you don't want to say Uber. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think, did you do dinner? Did you... Like, we did lunch. Yeah. Oh, lunch. I went on a date in Miami, actually, since I've lived here. How was that? It was It was good. That, again, I've just been kind of like going out on dates and I'm like, I just don't, I just know this isn't a person I want to date, but I make the best of it. Do you think you've gotten pickier? Um, it's like a, that's like a loaded question. I mean, I just. Or are you more happy with just yourself? Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, I think that I've, we said, I said this recently on our podcast, like the, you know, the doper your life is like the higher the bar is. Cause you're like, I love my life without a partner. So yeah, I do want one, but I'm not going to settle. And, but I'm not really. I'm not necessarily like I'm not at all like picking people apart. I can just kind of know at this point in my life what I am interested in and not. And if what are you, you looking for? Like top three things you want in a partner? You want a you want a tall man? How tall? <laughs> I don't need that tall. Like, um, so I'm actually going to do this matchmaking service. So they've been okay. asking me a lot of these questions. See these um, hard hitting questions got to this match when so wait, what is this no, match? So, no, no, um and I'm I'm gonna talk about it on our show too, but it's called Talkify. Okay. And they like reached out to us to partner with us and I was like I did I went through the process where I had I haven't met my matchmaker yet. We have our first call on Monday. But I did like the pre call with like I don't know, the rep, maybe it was like a salesperson, but like I mean I was on the phone with her for a good forty five minutes to an hour and I really was I don't want to say skeptical. I just had never done this before. I was like, I don't know if this is for me. And then by the end of the call, I was like, I love this concept. And it's it costs money, you know, so it's people that have are do, probably doing pretty well to afford it in the first place. And I, I like that it that they're like they know everything that I would be looking for and what I'm not ahead of time because yeah. they're vetting the people on the other end and that that person that they might set me up with has a matchmaker too which i kind of love that the matchmaker's goal on both sides is to hype us you know like i yeah. found this girl for you she's so fucking awesome you know she's this she's that and then you kind of go into it with that instead of like a stranger 
from the internet and then you know kind of if they have what you're looking for like i'm not going to get set up with somebody that has like one of my quote unquote deal breakers you know blind date yeah oh yeah i mean but yeah. then no so, i've done something like this one time i had no money i was in a ton of debt like uh-huh. 50 grand in debt and i spent like two grand on this thing called it's just lunch i remember that name yeah it's it's on like planes like a lot of like i don't know why they advertise on planes uh-huh. a lot and it, it it was not great. It wasn't even lunch. Was it like a matchmaking service? <laughs> yeah. That's, I feel like there's way pr- more guys crazy. in it than women. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely didn't. Um, it wasn't a smart investment. I that's went on one, I think maybe two dates. Really? And um, yeah, it did not. It, it <laughs> I tried to like get my money back because I felt like they lied to me about how much inventory there was, you know, what <laughs> the I mean? inventory, right? It matters. I mean, but I think, yeah, it depends on this. On uh, I, I don't think the women have to pay as much as the men usually. So here's the thing: the, there are services where women are free, right? Where you know, I, I don't. I can't. I don't want to speak. I don't want to misspeak on matchmaking services because, like, we've had great matchmakers on our shows. I'm like in support of all of this, but so I don't want to say the wrong thing. I know there are somewhere like the women are free or they're like significantly less than the men. I want to pay the same. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want to show up with a man and he paid more than me for this service. I make money. I want an equal. So I don't know if I even like that dynamic Yeah, where everybody knows that like the man's paying for you, you know, like, yeah, take me out on a date, pay for the drinks or whatever. But I don't know if I love that because I don't know. Like, what do you think? uh, I mean, it's a little, um, it's almost, you won't, don't want to use the word escort, but. Okay. Right. I don't want to use that word either, but. Right. It is you a kind what? of a working uh, situation there where it's like you have a middleman and it's like the girl doesn't even get the money. Like, I'd rather, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd rather just give her two grand straight to her. Like, we're throwing in this pimp <laughs> that, well, like, has a cool dot com. It's like, it's a pimp. Let's well, be honest. Well, I just, and it, whatever works, but I, yeah, I agreed. like, and a lot of it, I think, is maybe because some of these services just need more women in the database. So it's like. It's like ladies night, you know, ladies are free because we got all these fucking dudes in here and they need, we need women that I don't know. I don't know all the ins and outs, but I like that this is both the same, that the prices are the same across the board. Um, and we'll see how it goes. Like, I think it's very funny if you <laughs> were to like meet somebody, I asked this on our call because you get like three, six, 12 date packages. They don't do it by month. They do it by like dates, which I like You're pay like you're. Yeah, I got like the Bally's version of this where you're <laughs> like locked fitness. in. Yeah, where you're like locked in. For Bally's a, is a deep cut. Bally's fucked me. I, oh, I, oh, this I, is I, personal. Oh, dude. I, fuck Bally's. I owe Bally's, I think, three okay, G's Okay, hold on. I want to wrap this up and then we're going to yeah. talk about Bally's and yeah. what, quitting the gym. It's um, just gym. It, yeah. But. Um, Sorry, go so ahead. So no, yeah. I just was like, if you like <laughs> paid for six dates, it's it's not, not, it's not cheap, right? So. If I'm like, I paid for six dates or 12 and then I meet like the love of my life, the first t- date, I don't know that he's worth all that. So can I get some money back? Like, That's- it's very funny. Like Rain and I were joking. Like she was saying, she was like, I would never let him live it down that he cost me five grand or whatever. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I think <laughs> like she's like, I would never stop bringing it up. And there's a discount, right? The more dates you buy. So kind of, and uh, they do, their well, policy they, is like, if it's within that, if you paid for 12 and it's within that first six, you do get some money back. Like they, they, they're great. They want to take care of you, but also they can't be just refunding left and right. They're a business, you know, like you sign up cause you're committed. Oh man, that'll be so funny. You meet the right guy and you don't end up dating him because you want to save money or you want your money well spent and then you try to go back to that guy and then you have to pay extra to see him again i (laughs) will you know what i mean or or hear me out like there's so many different scenarios that i keep thinking of does this ever expire because okay so date one i buy six dates yeah a date one i meet you break up two years later right and two years later and you're can i get the other five and then the matchmaker what she's died maybe you don't know if your matchmaker is still with the company no kidding she's moved on she's with a different she's working at a different startup like I want to know. That's that's a question I'm going to ask. And I'm just out of my own curiosity. All these scenarios are like very funny to me. I feel like these guys are either extremely ready to be in a serious relationship or they're just have insane money and no time and they just want to fuck well, so, right away. Like I think it's, it's like opposite ends of the spectrum here. Like with this kind of service. With this kind of service. So here's the thing that I love that she said um, on the call. Like some people that are on it are more private where they couldn't be on like Raya. Like if you have some CEO, he can't have his employees. I mean, he could, but you know, you don't necessarily want people who work for you seeing you on an app. Like there's different types of people that might want to be on it, which was attractive to me. That's I would love that kind of person that feels like they need to be a little more private because they're like a high power person. And then I obviously love that these people are committed because what I'm running into, and I think everybody across the board in LA or wherever it is, is, and I hear this so many from randomly my girlfriends in Denver specifically. I think a lot of people like went to Denver looking for a man, you know. Because there's a lot of men there apparently, right? Yeah. And I I saw it happen. I saw a bunch of girls leave New York and find boyfriends in Denver. So it wasn't like for (laughs) nothing, but post COVID even what I'm hearing a lot there and with our listeners there and then in LA is like this real flakiness where you just cannot actually get the date like i mean people like just want to chat or they just want like a boost of ego or dopamine or something like chatting with you like it's really sometimes a struggle to get to even where you're meeting up you know and i've just been more straightforward and because i don't have time to waste you know like if I'm on Raya, for example, that's the only app I use. Like this guy, we were chatting back and forth a couple times. I'm not straight away like, take my number. But I like, I think we went back and forth enough times where I would be like, here's my number. I said it in a cute way. You know, he texted me. So which is signaling to me, you are interested enough to take the initiative to 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 get off the app and text me. We go back and forth for days and being flirty, whatever, until the point where I was like, I had this feeling this guy doesn't want to actually go out, right? So sure enough, you know, we'd been back and forth flirty. I said, we had been joking about a burrata, whatever. He was a chef. So I said, let me know when you want to grab a drink slash burrata. And then nothing ever again. So it's like, what 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 was this doing for you? And I'm just glad that I got out of it without wasting more time. I think what it is, is we live in a time of social media where people are getting that for fulfillment, that dopamine from likes and attention via the computer. People don't even go into work anymore. Mm-hmm. So the idea of like going out to a restaurant, you cost money. Like maybe they just want that feeling of uh, being wanted more that's, than. That's exactly yeah. my point. Like yeah. they just want 
a little hit here and there from people that find them attractive that they match with on an app, like a little flirtation here, a little flirtation there. Listen, I don't like it and I'm looking for for somebody. So I'm really trying to trim the fat where I can. It sucks too, because then you kind of want to, you know, you want to hurry it along because you don't even want to waste your time texting this person or giving that, that you're giving to them with yeah. your time and, and it's getting built up. So there's definitely like a way to, and you don't want to go straight to, Hey, let's blow, let me blow you in the shower. Right. So it's, it's hard because you could. Then, that yeah. actually might work it, uh, while eating burrata. Actually, Barada in the shower. Is let a me know mess. if you want to. Let me, or if you said like, let me know if you want when you want me to blow you in the shower. I'm so sorry. I meant get drinks. Like, yeah, you just like Freudian. Whoops. Stuff. Yeah. Oh my god. Duck. Fuck. Like you. Yeah. Like it's like a mistype. I um. I know. I've been. I used like. I haven't gone on a date in in so, like. I I've been out of the game now. It's weird to even yeah. say that because I was single for. Yeah. Twenty years. I mean, so what I'm always also doing is like checking myself because what what happens with people sometimes in day naps is they have been quote I'm not speaking from I'm well what I'm trying to say is you've been burned or you're like become really cynical or you've dealt with so much bullshit that you come across that way and I don't want to do that so I'm saying like I still check myself so I'm not bringing that type of energy into an interaction with a stranger so it's not like I'm trying to give an example like you know you can tell somebody on an app I've had this happen with guys before where they're coming off some experience where they're coming at you kind of aggressively based on what they dealt with before like that would be something like I I would never say this but it would be something like me being like do you want to go out or not don't waste my time you know what I mean like you're coming off of like just frustration and I don't do that I take enough time where I feel like okay now going down this road further is a waste of everybody's time. And if I start to get that feeling like this isn't someone that's actually motivated to go out, then I want to call it. Yeah. It's tough because I feel like on these dating apps, it's just so many failures over and over again. If you, you know, if you're a single person, you have to literally probably go through 30 to 50 dates. Like, and that's, over you know a couple years before you find someone that you even feel like you connect with and who the fuck has that that who could deal with that much rejection you know what i mean or that much failure and and then i don't know you know i i met my my girlfriend on instagram yeah through you guys yeah i mean you guys were my (laughs) you guys were my matchmaker i owe you two grand (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm going to send you a contract. But so but that's matchmaking is why I at least know the people are motivated to yes. actually date. Like this is my frustration and what I I hear across the board from so many different women and men, too. Like, why are why are you on these dates if you don't want to date? Like and I we're all guilty of it. I have a guy right now that's like kind of keep persisting to ha- hang out with me. And then, I, you know, so we I do it. Too. I'm kind of interested, but I'm also feeling busy. But at some point, you have to make the decision. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's funny. The girl that interviewed me for It's Just Lunch was gorgeous, obviously, because they want you to sign up. And I was like, can I just date 
you. Like I was like really, Wait, really? Like, I was just like, can we just skip this That's whole so thing? That's so funny. And she was like, she she's they're they're hella salespeople. That's the only thing. Like when I hear you like talking, like they keep them off. They're like, you know, they keep them like right. they, they they can't they can't be on Tinder. They can't be on Bumble. That's how successful they are. It's a little bit of like I I could see that being a bullet point on their sales thing. Mm-hmm. Oh sure, but. You know, I, I think it's nice to, in anything, to go into it with a, an optimistic mind and just try it out. And maybe you do the three package I before this. Yeah, yeah, before yeah. the six. Yeah. No, <laughs> well, and of course, everybody's trying to sell you something, but it does make sense and it is like an investment. So I hope it works out. My whole out. thing is like at the end of the day, you, it, it's signaling that you are committed in some way more than someone who just like downloaded a free app. You know, yeah. so anyway, I mean, that's I, my, I didn't prepare to talk about this. Day. I haven't even mentioned it's on our show. Exclusive. It's an damn. Exclusive. <laughs> you're going to text me. You're like, Hey, can you take out that 35 minutes? Do you mind if we take out? Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> Wait, do, what part? Oh, just the whole podcast. Is, is, <laughs> shut up. No, I feel good about it. Yeah. Is it's just lunch still around? I feel like <sighs> I don't even know, man. It, they, i I felt like I got bamboozled for sure. I mean, I was so desperate for love. I was such a hopeless <laughs> romantic. When was this? This was in Orlando when I used to live there and do real estate. And I just lost all my money. I lost my car. I lost my house with Rusty, Dusty Rusty. And I just wanted love. I thought that would, it would be fix what. everything. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that fell apart. That was like the worst part. There's nothing worse than like failing and you're like, I'll find this, you know? And then they're like, nah, even this is fucking. No. <laughs> it's funny, like all those things that used to exist. Like I remember way back, I mean, obviously Rob, my best guy friend is married now, but so long ago when we lived in Atlanta, he did this thing called Grouper. And it, oh, it was yeah. like three guys and three girls. Oh my god! And they would set like a like triple a limit date. date. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Fifth wheel or those shows. Yeah, yeah dude. On the, I had a friend go on one of those. Too. My friend went on the cruise one, and he like hit the girl with a volleyball. I remember, like, like no one liked like them. to flirt. Yeah, yeah. It was like very like I'm like a recess kind of thing. Yeah, and everyone was like, "You're a fucking prick." Like he looked like such an. Anyways, but yeah, so the three on three, which is, which is so crazy because. There has to be a world in which two people who weren't supposed to be matched like each other more. You know, like mm-hmm. if you go into it, which I never did it, so I don't know all the specifics of like these. It's like these three couples. They has there has to be like one guy that's like I want that girl, oh. or vice versa. Yeah, and then you're fighting with your friends, and she's like, "Well, they paired me with with Tyler," There's... and you're like, she, "Your friends like clearly Tyler is more into me." <laughs> Clearly, Tyler likes blondes, Jessica, and you're like fighting in the bathroom. And you're like, this, that is like my nightmare. I would never win that scenario. I would, I have two, like, I know what two friends I'd go with. I've always made friends with better looking men, you know? And just to set myself up for, I was always like, the, hey, who's the drunk guy pissing in his pants who's somewhat attractive but ruined himself? That no ugly friends? That's your, I have no, for a long time, I, I, that was like a, Something about maybe because I thought if I had an ugly friend, I was the ugly as well. I don't know why. I always was around handsome men. Maybe, you know, who knows? Same. I feel like people <laughs> always see my guy friends and they're like, what is happening here? I've always been just there. That Really? I don't have like a bad looking guy friend. They all wear like they used to wear like theory. Those shirts, <laughs> you know, they always had like cool button downs with like embroidery. 
And I was always just like, I remember one time I went to Miami <laughs> and uh, with my cool friends that are all rich. And uh, yeah. I brought my bag. <laughs> I was like living in Florida. And my buddy came home drunk and <laughs> he found the bag and he thought, after looking through the bag that a homeless person. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he threw the clothes into the hallway because he thought like a homeless person like stumbled in. That's how <laughs> shitty my Your wardrobe was. was. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I just remember coming home and my shit was in the hallway. He's like, that's yours, dude. And I was like, yeah, man, that's my <laughs> that's that's my style. You know, that is so embarrassing. Uh, like That is that's also really funny to walk in someplace to be like, <gasps> Someone's been in here. No, it's actually your best friend yeah, who makes horrible fashion choices because his mom says that white jacket looks cool on him. My mom. <laughs> or not even like it's not, not even like a homeless person, just whatever. Like you're like, oh my god, we would never be friends with someone who would pack like this. And like, lo and behold, it's, yeah, it's, I just have like Old Spice clothes. Was it somehow. like a duffel? It wasn't a good bag either. Yeah, I've never been one to buy good luggage. I always have the what do you shittiest. Have now? You need a sponsor. Oh, I guess you should I mean, get that base luggage. I know I have Herschel or something. Oh, that's which, good. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just orange and white. Nikki gave it to me. It was from Conan O'Brien. It looks like Conan. Oh, it's like merch. Yeah, yeah. It's like her hand me downs. Nikki forever had like this luggage that like she was like killing it. I saw it. It was like taped together with like one duct day tape. When we were at Sirius, and I was like, oh my goodness, how down to earth. Oh, I loved it. I really did love that about her. And then she. uh she eventually got good luggage, but yeah, she carried that thing around for a while. Well, I or I did. <laughs> I t- I told Raina when we started, like you know, traveling all the time, touring, making more money. I was like, Raina, we we gotta work on this luck because she had the same type of thing. And then it would like it was, it was like really old, and she'd held on to it. And I lift her bags up a lot, and the handle would get stuck. And I'm like, now this is on me. Like if I will always put her bags in the overhead, like. <laughs> she's so much shorter yeah. like i probably just i don't know maybe a little stronger i mean she doesn't really lift weights you know so anytime we board a plane and we have suitcases i put hers up and then i if anything has to go under the seat she's got you <laughs> that's why you guys are a perfect match dude can you Raina? could you put this in the suit <laughs> <Raina>, can you <laughs> i it's kind of funny like flying like we've been flying about we've usually did delta and lately we've had just Here, hold do that it. hold that So yeah, so you, you try, whatever. Yeah, actually just go where you were from, I guess. We always would fly Delta, but recently we've had to do like American United for, because we live here now, like, and I really have noticed it's airline based of how strict they are on little things like bag all the way under the seat, Mm. seat all the way up for takeoff and landing. Like it's kind of, Delta's really strict, like to the point where they will like, hover over you until you like put your seat up, put your thing all the way under. And then I just noticed some of more airlines like are more chill. What's that? American? Oh, well, Americans more like and United, but I'm like, why can't I recline a little at takeoff? It's the dumbest. It's the dumbest. I get it on landing. Cause you you know, it's better to get ready for the next people boarding. Uh, like they don't, you don't want flight attendants going around and having to put all the seats up. What I think it is, is I think it's a control thing. I think if they can control you on that one little thing, you might not take a shit in the little hallway. Oh, it's like a psychological thing? Yeah, I think it might be a psychological thing, which I I maybe Google that, but... um, So they're like, they're... Like, if you follow that little task, 
you won't get out of line. So they're flagging people who aren't, who are like maybe pushing back. I mean, the airplane mode thing is insane. Having to put on airplane mode. I've had pilots lately that sound nine years old. <laughs> That's like been my new thing. Wait, same. Where they I, sound like skateboarders. They I sound could, like, yo, dude, we're going to fly like 14, or 35,000 feet, bruh. Whatever. We're going to do a couple I, barrel rolls. It's going to be sick, dude. Gonna fucking, it's going to be, dude, Randy's coming. It's going to be dope. We just greased up the half pipe. Whatever, dude. I think there's an engine. Who cares? Whatever. Fly away, dude. Who needs wings? I do. Anyways, Red Bull. Hell yeah. Sponsored by Monster. Oh yeah, God. dude. And I'm just like losing it. I'm like, they're, this person. It's how, like 12. Yeah. They can't even drive a car. They have to get picked up at the airport right. by their mom. That is so they funny. They can't rent I a mean, car, they, but they, they can fly the plane. You they're know what hotter I mean? too. Yeah. Younger I would tell hotter. you, I got caught. I put a video of this guy on Instagram, I videoed a pilot because I was getting on. I was like, this guy is f- Doogie Hauser. <laughs> this guy is so young. Yeah. And I and I put it, I put it on my Instagram. I got a message like three days later. Hey, dude, that's me. No. Thanks for making fun of me. Uh, um, oh, man, the exchange was amazing. But something like, oh uh, I worked my ass off for 10 years to become the youngest pilot at American or whatever. And I was like, he's like, you know, I'm not a kid. I'm like, well, you're kind of acting like a kid. You know what I mean? I wrote something like that back. And I was like, maybe I could get you some wings. I swear to God, he found me. And he was so angry. I I was like, no, this is a compliment, you know? Right. Yeah. Like, that's such a man thing to do. I feel like any woman, if you put her on your Instagram story and you were like, is she old enough to do this job? We would all be like, stop. (laughs) Yeah, stop That's so crazy. Yeah. Like, I just. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, I've had some pilots. And guys are like, I'm an adult. It's like, oh my gosh, shut up. I know. It was a hurt to his ego. He's like, you don't know how hard I've worked. You know, you don't know how rich my dad was to have our own plane that we could fly for fun. You know what I mean? I flew one time to the Bahamas on this plane that you ever fly the smallest plane where it doesn't, you're just, the air's just. My dad had a Cessna, so four seater. So when I was like, I have no fear of flying because like I was a kid in like a four seater airplane. What was that like? Flying with your dad. I mean, that's got to be intense, no? It's it's a little bit. Awesome. Because those are all the crashes you always hear about is like, oh, the Walmart (laughs) family was flying their, you know, whatever, their helicopter, and seven of the family members died, and now the billion dollars is going to the dog, you know? (laughs) It's just, and my dad, like, his whole life, he wanted to be in aviation and be a pilot, so he had this, like, small plane since he was, like, really young, Um, and so to me, it just was like, you just trust your dad. Like, I think, I still think my dad is just, like, everything. He's invincible. He's, like, the best driver, best pilot, so I just... Growing up, you're like, there's no fear. You're like, of course, nothing's going to happen. It's my dad. He's got this. But it's but even as I got a little older, it started to feel a little more scary. <laughs> Dude, my dad, my buddy's dad had a seaplane, and he was the biggest alcoholic on earth. Like, I'm telling you, this guy was, he got a bunch of money from his dad dying, so he spent it all. Uh-huh. Like, and he would fly to seaplane. We'd be on the dock in Florida. Like, six inches above our head like and he hammered just that is, i'm like 
having a visceral reaction. That's really terrifying. Oh, dude. But we like, as kids, we were like, woo. Yeah. We're like drinking and flying. Dude. He, well, he crashed his airplane. He crashed the helicopter. I swear to God, it's a true story. He had a helicopter. He crashed it at the hangar or whatever, like where, and he drove off. It was, <laughs> he, he went home and he didn't get caught. He didn't get a fucking, I don't know, HUI. I don't know what you call it. A hooey. A helicopter under the influence. So like he, this guy was like the most absurd man on earth. He'd go to Russia to get girls and like Guatemala, like all over. He would just, he oh died in um, Costa Rica. Doing just what he loved. Doing what he loved. Fucking driving <laughs> up an airplane drunk. drunk with six hookers like a fucking champ. Yeah, he was an animal. Oh my God. But yeah, I don't know. Um, I feel like uh, we, your podcast... It's so interesting because, you know, I did your pod so long ago now. Yeah. The dog episode. And I was looking back and I was like, it had like, and whatever, likes are likes, but it had like 300 likes. And I was like, for some reason when I did your podcast, I thought I was going to look back at it. Like, I, I didn't even plan on I was getting another photo off your thing. I thought it would at least have like 1,800, 2,200. I was like, oh, like you guys like worked your fucking dick off these last few years. And I don't know. And you guys, you, I, I'm so in awe of what you all have accomplished. I really am. And you've had on so many different kind of motivational people, uh, therapists. You've had an insane amount of information thrown at you. Does anything stick out or is it just every week it's someone new so you don't forget about what happened last week? Or No, like everything. Like I just really do... I, when Rain and I started the podcast, I don't know that we felt comfortable with like the word expert. You know, that wasn't, I think that we are smart and have had a lot of life experience. You know, like I have, you know, dated so many people, slept with so many people. Like I could talk about like dating and sex all day, but I, we kind of started the podcast with like a lot of information, knowledge. You know, I had, been like through a relationship that put me like reading a lot of books going to therapy for a, a little bit of time and things like that rain had obviously had this broken engagement so i feel like we had a lot of life experience and knowledge but really d wouldn't have said experts then and like now a million percent you know i think sometimes so i say that to say like we've learned so much over five years of having the foremost experts in every area of dating sex and relationships like we have a degree in this shit by now it's really like i feel like we sometimes we talk to therapists and they're blown away you know where they're like oh wow yeah you said it better than me you know we get that a lot it's really flattering and they'll say it offline like i think that we have learned so so much and like have just soaked it up over this many years of and like then I feel like we have such a broad scope of knowledge because we've had like everybody on to talk about everything from infidelity to psychological like the psychology behind the way you text to attachment styles with someone like Andrew Huberman to narcissism with Dr. Romney to you know everything sex related so we have such a wealth of knowledge it, and it, it just kind of like, I also wonder how much that affects even dating because we can like suss so much out, know what people are doing, know their motivations. But also I think it's really helpful. Like I, I said this that I don't, 
I think this episode was really wonderful. I don't know that it was like one of our quote unquote most groundbreaking episodes for our audience per se, but I think they really liked it. But it was with um, Dr. Mimi Winsberg, who was like the texting style. Like she wrote a book about texting. That's like her, her, she was just an expert on like the way people text, the way we interpret text, all this stuff. And it just, it was so eye opening to me. At, still at this stage in the game that was only like last year of how I even operate with you know potential partners dates going forward of you know you get in your head you're like they're texting in this weird way like they, they don't they don't like me or they're not interested and Ugh. so much of it is like just how we are it does it's not personal we always want people to mirror our behavior or 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 just think that they operate the way we do and they don't. And so stuff like that is always so helpful to me where I think it's made me a better person to date. What, it, what was like one of like the actual um, scenarios that she would talk about? She just was saying like some people just, well, one thing blew my mind. This was like the craziest thing that I was like, oh my gosh, where she was like women or men typically like if they're not texting a bunch, they think the relationship is going great. And women think like if they're not texting, something's wrong. So we like think about it uh, totally different ways and how some people really just may hit you up in the morning and then they work all day and they may not return to their phone to look at it till that evening, which so I have days like that for sure. Not with like Raina, you know, we have to communicate all day, but where I'm just like, I'm so busy, I'm so scattered. But also I think maybe women, women tend to like make a few more concessions throughout the day. You really like someone, you want to text with them all the time. Like that's just not necessarily a behavior that a guy or anybody might do. So that kind of blew my mind. Like that yeah. a girl could be over here like, he's not texting me, something's wrong. And a guy could be like, we're solid, dude. She's not even texting me. Yeah. I'll see her later, you know? It's, it's definitely... um in that scenario, you would hope that the guy's not doing it because he knows that it fucks with you too. I do think some guys do that yeah, or people do that. Purposeful is we are a different whole thing. That is a whole nother thing. I do think um, when someone's texting a lot, when a guy's texting a lot, he's maybe covering up huh. something, you know, like, oh, y you know, it's like, oh, I'm checking in. I'm not doing anything, you know. <laughs> You want anything from the store? No, I'm not. Yeah. You know, like you're, if you're checking in more, you're probably maybe doing some devious shit, you know, because you're covering up for it. That's possible. I have a problem where I write back too quick, where I think I seem thirsty, not just from relationships with business, with anything where I'll see something and I'll, I'll, I'll respond before they almost hit send. It's an, it, and I don't think it's a, uh, it's a good move. You know, I, uh, I, mean, I could be reading into it too much. Well, too. But like, with your friends, who cares? Yeah. Right? And then you have a girlfriend. Like, you know, so who would even care? I know. I think I think there are some men or like some people in in comedy world where you seem too desperate or you seem too uh, available. Like, it's almost better to be like, I mean, I'd love to do your podcast, but, you know, I got... Yeah. I guess you're right. It can make you seem like super available. But like, I don't know. I, I have gotten to the point where... I'm just getting, I don't want to say like worse, but like, I really am so busy. I was like, and so I cannot text all day. That would be my whole day. Yeah. I have like so many friends, like family, like so much going on where if I really just answered everybody right away, I, that would be like a large portion of my day. So I'll find myself honestly feel so lame, but like, you know, sitting at home on the couch or something and answering texts from earlier in the day, the day yeah. before, like answering them like they're emails almost. Cause so 
also on that note, sometimes I need to respond immediately so I don't forget about it if it's important. Like I think there's such a world in which you just like needed to respond, then you got distracted. And then like the other day you sent me that thing and I saw it and then I just like had to do something else and then didn't come back to it, which I would have liked to respond timelier. It was really funny. Yeah. Look, it's it's one of those things where I, for a while I would take it personal, you know, but, yeah. I'm, you know, text has been such a the idea that someone needs to send you a text right back and having that expectation, maybe you should lower your expectation or not have any expectations of when someone writes you back. Cause I think what happens is then you question, am I, am I not worthy of getting a text back? Then your ego yeah. gets involved and all that shit. And it's like, no, they just are probably, this person has been your friend for five years. If they haven't written you back in six hours, it's not today that they decided that they're better than you or they or right. they, they, they can't get back with you. But those are the thoughts that we have and, and we can't control them. But it's like, that's not you, you know? We I always it, think it's about us. I know. Look, that's the thing you like also, I feel like, learn as you get older is like, it's not about me. Like, we're just quick to take things personally and, you know, feel slighted. It's like this person has nothing to do with us. I know. But we all do it. You know what people do a lot now is the do not disturb on their phone or like the sleep thing. And then you have to hit it again to notify them. I'm like, who the fuck do you think you are? Everybody I I text that that pops up, then they respond right away. They see it anyway. Like maybe I I feel important where I'm like, oh, I get to just bypass this. But I'm like, don't you? It's all crying wolf now at this point. Like if I see that pop up, it means nothing to me anymore. I would say 80% of the time I text somebody that pops up and then they respond. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think it's almost like a, the blue check mark of texting. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I'm so important. Oh, I'm, you know, I wish you could like change the text of it, like, <laughs> like an away message. Yeah, yeah, That's what we yeah. Should be able to have I, that would be message. cool. Like, I'm doing something more important than texting you back. It's a little long, but something in that vein. So you know? I've never put. What is it? What is it actually? Your phone just doesn't buzz. My I guess. On, my yeah. My phone's always on silent. Like what? I yeah. I think it's one of those things where it's like, look, I'm. I read a self-help book and I'm turning my phone off at eight because I need all my 15 hours of sleep and something like that. But, you know, I do get that, though, too, because my phone, you know, I'll get buzzing all night and you I'm so bad. Are you bad at your phone in the middle of the night or do you sleep in a different room in a different room? Yeah. So this move. So I started this and don't worry, we have an erotic audio app. So I still masturbate with it before I put it in the other room. I just want to be clear um, <laughs> that I don't want your ideal man. I don't want to go against the <laughs> yeah, company yeah, policy. Yeah, yeah. No, I just was finding myself. So I've always had my phone on silent in the night. I, I can't. That's that's mind blowing to me. People's phone buzz in the middle of the night, which I think it's like, you know, I was a person in my younger years that needed people to answer in the middle of the night when I was, you know, like Damn. in jail or whatever. So oh. I'm just, no, I'm just like, I hate that I'm not the person you can call, but I'm not like I'm I I I hope that my friends know enough like you can come over and bang on my door and wake me up somehow. But I, I, my, I don't, I, I don't understand how people get through the night with a with a ringer on. Right. Like your phone will buzz with the text. Yeah, I, I have to figure out. I, I did. I started putting it on silent. But recently. I'm just saying like some people do, like I think this is the importance of like a landline almost where Ooh. emergency 
you would call a landline. <laughs> but I I keep my phone on silent all day, every day. So you are one of these people that have to do not. But oh, but um, you don't let people know that it's silent. Well, it's always in my like I'm yeah. always looking at it way too much. Well, that's probably why you're not texting people back right away. Because you're not yeah, getting just, that like it would hit. just buzz all day long. Yeah, I'm not trying to say I'm like so popular. No, but, it's great. But so, but then my my problem was always like scrolling in bed, and like an hour goes by, two hours. Like, oh my god, this it's is two pathetic. Like, you got to be up at seven. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What, what is the point of this? Now I'm tired for what? I didn't accomplish anything. I'm up working late. That's one thing, but up. Laying in bed, scrolling, like I was really beating myself up. So yeah, I just, I started putting it in an other room completely. Sometimes I'll bring it in on the weekends. I will treat myself, <laughs> but it, that's what it is. And I use my, um, Alexa for, uh, my, um, alarm, you know? And then sometimes like I, in hotels or every once in a while, like, cause I'll use like the call map as like my soundscape to go to sleep. So always in hotels, I use that. And then sometimes I can like use it in my bedroom too. Just like, I can't, I don't like to have it within reach. Yeah. It's so, I mean that the problem with that for me would be, it's so far away at that point where then I'd be thinking about it in the other room all by himself over there. You know what I mean? Like that it's would kind of go in my head a little bit to too. Yeah. Yeah. It's an adjustment. And then you don't, and then the other nice thing is it's not the first thing you look at when your eyes open. Oh my God. That's a, yeah, that's something I'm trying not to do. I'll, or if I do it, I'll go to a book before I go to social yeah. media. I'm really trying to lower my social media a ton and yeah, it's, it's hard, you know, especially with the job we have. I sometimes think that if I did any other job that didn't require, you know, having to reach people, yeah. I, w- I would, I think I would delete it all. I really think I would, which it sounds kind of crazy, but I, re- I really. It doesn't sound crazy. I mean, we had Chris Stefano on, um, but what, I don't know, like in the fall maybe, like fall or winter. And he has no, he, someone runs all of it. And so he doesn't even have That's that nice. like, p- passwords. Like, and again, this isn't like t- sharing a secret. He's, he was very open about this on our podcast because he's fully on it, all of it. He's. There's clips, there's engagement, but it's somebody else. And he just passed it off to somebody. And then I don't know. I mean, I haven't maybe I also that was a while back. And so I haven't like checked in on him, but maybe he checks in and sees what people are saying. I have no idea. But he was like, that was like a crazy thing that I felt like I did was to like pass this off to someone else. How did he feel? Well, he was, his whole thing was like how much his life has changed, like for the better. Yeah. Like he doesn't need to see these people's opinions about him and be in the DMs with people and, you know, even just having a bunch of girls like hit on him. You know, I think his whole thing was like making his whole circle smaller, his life just tighter. And if you need to reach him, you have his phone number if you're someone that. And you could, the yeah. nice thing is you get to a point successful wise, you could just pay someone to do that. Well, and, so that's what he's doing. Yeah. And then, so it's like he, if something happens via the DMs, like someone will catch it. It's not. Yeah. And he could always go to that person like, how did that video do? Good. Yeah. Okay. Great. That's all I need to that's know. All. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. So um, Andrew. Yeah. Did you know this, uh, this car chase earlier? No, <laughs> but I was, I saw it on your stories. It was like the slowest car chase on earth. Well, I mean, I don't. It was like two hours. It was like 12 to like 2. Like an OJ style, yes. like Bronco thing? Yes, like attempted murder. And then... He tried to... He so tried the, to... the guy, the main guy they were after was... I guess he was... I missed the first half, but he was in a vehicle 
they did the spike thing to like they put the spike on the street so then one of the tires starts to wear out they drove that car till it couldn't drive anymore he runs out two women run out he gets in another car he goes to like an alley i think he, he gets into another car two cars like grand theft auto like fully a movie <laughs> yeah. shit and so i caught it when he was in his second vehicle and <laughs> they i saw when they put the spike down so I was like, and then they have the speedometer in the top corner of the screen on the local news. He's going max 40. And <laughs> it's wild. There's seven cop cars behind yeah. him. At, he'll take a turn at 10 miles an hour, but I feel like they they you, put you the can't, blinker like, on. Yeah. Do anything crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, yeah. Because he doesn't want to get bu- another like, fine. He's yeah. a, um, he could have like, he could shoot somebody in the car. Like it's, you're, you can't just, because you're thinking like, why don't the cops just cut him off? Why don't they shoot his tire out? Why don't they do something? It's because he's like, this is a person that could harm somebody in the car. Like they, the cops can't do a lot, right? Oh, there was someone else. There was people in, oh, in the car. Okay, gotcha. So then it's like, what are we? We don't want anybody to get hurt, so they just have to slowly follow him, and then until everyone dies of old age. And, uh, <laughs> well, so they did the spike thing. So then you're Again? like, the yeah, yes, on this on this second yeah. video, like, so they're like the tires down at the rim, and I'm like the tires down at the rim. And so Kate and Jay were watching it. They're about to fly to Mexico this weekend. Kate and Jay are in the Sky Club at LAX watching it. Everybody's crowded around. Like watching this, and then they had to go board their plane, and she was like, "Keep me updated." So I'm texting her the whole time. I'm like, "The tire shredding. It's down to the rim. He's down at like 30 miles an hour. He can't go much longer." And then the news people, like, they lost their coverage because they were in like a no-fly zone. They couldn't fly their thing. So I'm like, "We're losing him!" And then they got him back. And I was like, "This is crazy." And then the 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 anchors were like, three things are gonna happen, right?" So when this car stops, he's gonna run, or he's gonna surrender, or he's gonna like run and get in another vehicle and then he gets in a golf cart you know it just everything keeps getting slower he's on a lawnmower <laughs> no he goes and gets in a jet ski yeah, yeah. He's at, they're, at, they're at the beach he, yeah, gets yeah, in, yeah. he hops on a jet no, ski just a paddle board it's like with another family though it's, it's like a, we can't we can't stop him. Yeah. he's just fucking, it's a kayak <laughs> yeah yeah a canoe um it's a strong strategy but he, yeah like, so what ended up happening so he, oh so he gets out and then like I like had this woman at my house for something and it's happening on the TV and like she's talking to me. I'm like, hold on. And she got into it too. And I was like, I can't believe this is happening. So he got out and the car stopped. Like it, it, the tire just blew out finally. He got out the attempted murderer Two two other people got out and ran, but they're not like the people they're after. So there were people in the car and then he's running. Like, I, like I should show you pictures. I gotta show you pictures. Oh, did the other people run the people that he because they just wanted to get away from him? I'm like unclear who they were, but like look at this guy like running like movie shit like running. Holy over. shit! Yeah. And then it's funny he was like running faster than the car was moving. The cops like oh this they got him and then there the cops like surrounded him and backed him into a corner at like a random person's house so when he ran into these people's yard these two dudes were like what like they don't want to be involved so they like skedaddled and then the, like seven cops like surrounded him which i'm like what a heyday for those cops they've been following this guy for 2 hours at 40 miles an hour like don't you feel like the cops start to feel like a failure <laughs> yes they want to get Hour it too they want to get it done it's it's a strong move to slow play it like that i think it's almost better than going like 120 because if you're going 120 they want to stop it as quick as possible 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. maybe the cops are just like, you know what? <laughs> what else let's, are we doing? Let's just go do something else. This is, you <laughs> know, they, I, what I love about those videos, though, the most is people see their home on the helicopter and they always go outside. And it's like there's a murderer with a gun driving a car. Well, 40 miles per hour. Attempted and you're murder. going out there like, I wonder what's going on out here. But you, you know? I would. I would 100 percent. If there was a guy right. Yes, of course. I live in a world where I don't think I'll be shot like right. that. And I'm yeah. like, well, it's says attempted so we don't know for sure no i'm kidding yeah um, but also the funniest thing that happens is that i'm watching the thing i'm so invested i like took a pause from something i was in the middle of and then i see a the chase with him and seven cop cars behind him and then a huge long line of cars and i'm like that doesn't look like just traffic it looks like something else and then the anchor is like, is this a funeral procession? So there was literally like a line of cars, funeral procession, while like in tandem with the high speed chase. And they were like, only in LA is like, sorry, low speed chase. Yeah. We have like this low speed chase. And the next one is like a long, well, how many cars? Like 50 cars Smart. coming from a funeral. Smart. Because then it's like, well, who's who? You know? Which one's what? You know what I mean? Like, and then randomly, like, Joe Biden's in town, so yeah. now we have, like, a presidential... Yeah, a parade. It almost starts a parade. Yeah. It'd be so funny. That guy just, like, everyone just wants to join. And it's like, no, this is how we... But we, do you remember OJ? Like, were, did, do you remember your family? Were you guys around the TV? Like, that hmm. was wild. I do remember. I don't remember where I was. Um, I don't know how old we... What year was that? 94. So I was 14 years old. Like, I feel like we may have like a Zenith TV on the floor, Sylvania superset. And it was like, remember TV was, was yeah, the with floor. some bunny ears. Yeah. With 13 channels and you got to click it. <laughs> I remember my grandpa had porn on one of those kind of TVs. Like I could get porn somehow spice channel and I would fucking <laughs> get after it. And like, I don't know. Anyhow. But yeah, I, I was at that age though when you're 14, I don't. Even with like the Rod, I don't even want to, but the Rodney King stuff, like anything that was like a huge story that was divisive, I was so young and yeah. like I never, not none of those things like like because it happened that one time and then like I didn't yeah. really watch the news that right. much. We, it was different. We didn't yeah. have social like the news was like stuff for your parents at yeah. our, when we were young because like we weren't we didn't have social media so like I didn't know what was happening in the world really also know? i wasn't getting a million different opinions on what i just watched you know like i would yeah. watch uh news in the morning you know with my mom always made us watch it and i i just i don't ever remember one time like we'd go to iraq and i'd be like i can't believe i mean i was so young but yeah. still like i just was never uh politically um affected and now I'll go on Twitter for two minutes and I'm just like, oh, yeah. we got to stop Tennessee. Or, I don't even, you know what I mean? And I mean, it's nice to feel something, but, you know. It was like, a di it was different. And, but I, I remember, like, I remember, I think my parents maybe had friends over and just like watching that on TV, like wild times. That was a slow chase, man. That was the slow and on the highway too. Well, was he was, going fast? He was slow. No, his friend was driving. He was in the way back, like laying down. Oh, right. Yeah. Not guilty, though, at that time. Interesting. Well, and then I remember in, I guess that was like, what, end of 94? I can't remember. But then I remember, like, 
the net following July, maybe he was like on trial and it was my birthday. And I remember the news being on because the trial was like all anyone watched. And it was like, OJ's birthday today. OJ turns 40 today. And yeah. I, it was my birthday because we have the same birthday because it's like all these murderers. Well, murderers. <laughs> but did you know this? So it's like, it's like uh-huh. OJ, Jody Arias, Stephen Avery. There's like all these murders on July 9th. And that's your birthday too? Well, you're a fucking killer, dude, on stage. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Murdering the game. (laughs) Murdering the game. Fucking murdering this dating fucking matchmaking service. You're the OJ of matchmaking. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, bro. That's how we talk in like six months from now. We'll do another power. Just like, hey, what's up, Ashley? We're like those young pilots. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, just fly, man. Just let it take its wings, dude. Freaking, um, yeah, I always get nervous with that. Um, it's it's it, it is crazy that like we we haven't linked up in well I guess you did the pod when we were when I was in St Louis but we haven't been in, it's wild that it was two years oh yeah well we did what I did puddles like tw- twice what oh you know what we did the first time I remember that was like we talked about the tampons and when I came out to Brooklyn and oh, then we, yeah. the one with the choking was at my house just you was, like forced me into it we probably did the box thing that day the the uh, striptease yeah strip yeah so we, yeah i did the striptease when i came out of the christmas box or was it yeah so i did a lot of those things for you also going through your photo like i did what? a lot of like laying next to a pizza box naked like i was yeah. just like yeah you're, i'll do you you're I'll, just like down i know i mean i paid you I know. Oh, I'm not mad about it. I, I think like, no, I was, should have been respected. Money as you a, ever made. It was, we were showing Brenna the other. Weren't we showing her the bros being basic? Your your shoots. From oh back yeah. In the day? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty hot. You know. I mean, I, did you just does that app or does that site completely dead now? I mean, it's just it's it's inactive. Yeah. Like, I don't post on it. It would be funny to post now, but just something like just a stand up clip. But don't even say anything, you yeah. know, just start using or it. Or like just, yeah, change the name and then, well, but not or delete any old posts. Like just so yeah. clear, you know. Um, what This funniest thing, I think about this a lot. Raina wrote the funniest thing one time on Instagram um, where, and if you guys don't know what we're talking about, basically we did this like COVID virtual live show um, for the holidays, Girls Gotta Eat. And we had Andrew get in a box, like wrap like a present and come out and sing Santa Baby. And you nailed it in one shot, which was great because the box broke and it was iconic. It was the best thing that's ever happened. So then like a few (laughs) months later, I did this HelloFresh post and I, in my vision, I was going to try to put a Zul in the box. And then I thought it would be so cute. Him like popping out of the box. Yeah. Him and our assistant at the time, Bella, the way we tried to shove him in that box, he did not fit. So we didn't do it. And like he's the post turned out to be him next to it. I'm holding up the recipe cards. It was very cute. And I'm like laughing and he's smiling. And I the caption was something like we're laughing because I thought I was going to fit him in this box. And Raina commented. <laughs> Raina commented, Andrew Collins fit in a box, but not as old. And like <laughs> I think about it all the time. It was like one of the funniest things andrew fit in a box but my, no my box might have been bigger you know i also broke the box let's be honest i don't know if i fit in that box i think dude Can i came put- out like a like a cobra coming out of a you know what i mean like a snake charmer that was uh god i was so down to do some dumb shit well, and then you did another really good one 
from St. Louis with the Cupid wings. Oh, man, that was great. That was great. Dude, if you tell me that you're going to play it in front of a thousand people, I'll do whatever the a fuck thousand? you want. A thousand? Well, like, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, no, back was... then, I mean, I th- I think we had like 10,000 people Watching log those. into those. I think that's how I met Brenna, maybe. Or we had one before I came to St. Really? Louis is how I met my she girlfriend. She saw that? She, that's how she found out I was moving to St. Louis. And that's why she hit me up. Oh, my gosh. All right, this last segment. Okay. Oh, it's a segment. So official. yeah, I know this it's is Andrew very Collins official. Though. Yeah, this is the Andrew. It's very different. This won't cue the music. I know the best part is when I asked you, like, what are the things you look for in a guy? You looked at me like I asked you like a like a question, like a real interviewer, and you were like shocked. It was. I'm not, I'm gonna think about that for a while. Where I'm just so anyhow. <laughs> I'm just, I get asked that question a lot and I don't want it from you. I'm just like. I know, I know, I know. It feels very um, formal, but that's what this. this well, we pivoted. This We really did. We, we got into our groove, but this will get us out of it. <laughs> um, Chat GPT, which we know oh is gosh. AI. I asked it how big it thinks your vagina is. No, no, okay. no. no. <laughs> Wait, did you? I want to know. It won't. <laughs> They they just sent a picture to Suez. They Canal. pull up all my old stand up clips. They're like, it's too big. Yeah, this that, where that boat got stuck. Azul could fit nine of him in there. Andrew Collin could do a striptease out of it. Yeah, it wouldn't fall apart. It already has. Anyhow, we're having fun now. Where was this at the beginning? That is okay. my vagina. It's like a broken down box. It's just like the sides have come off. My dick is like the the knife you use to cut the tape. <laughs> Um, so I asked chat GPT, I go, what questions would you have for Ashley Heseltine? Oh my gosh. And it's so funny cause it is like these kind of questions where you would look at me. If I asked you them, you would go, is, am I having a stroke? You know, or you'd be like, you've changed. You're trying too hard. Who are you? Lex Friedman, who is like chat GPT as a person, but what inspired you to start your podcast and how has it evolved over time? I'm 0% answering that. Okay. I, do you know how many Next time, question. We Next have question. to answer that all the time. I'm not doing it here. They're not beating me. This isn't a competition between me and the computer. But it's funny because I'm like, who else has used this for our interviews? You know what I mean? Oh, that, well, yeah. Because yeah. I've been asked that. Oh, I'm sure. These are the most generic fucks. And by the way, they kill it. These podcasts that ask the most generic fucking questions. And they just go, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. How do you balance being a successful entrepreneur, writer, and content creator with other aspects of your life, like such dating? as yeah? True. <laughs> I hate these. Who? Everybody's listen. I don't hate these. These are great. I'm just don't not gonna answer them with you. I don't think you should. But I've answered these so many times. Yes, I feel like Chad GPT. I should have done ask Ashley as Andrew Collin. I don't think it would have worked. I don't know if I'm big enough to do that. And but, it would be like, how do you choke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll just be like. You had a friend that flew a plane really low? You didn't even ask a question. You're just saying statements about your life. Yeah, thanks. Okay, how do you handle criticism or negative feedback about your work? I kind of want to know this one, and oh, we could okay. end on this. How do you do that? Well, okay. Because um, I, I have trouble with I it. think this is a um, never-ending journey. I think I've come so far, but I don't think you ever fully, like, don't care or something, you know? But... So I am a person that will, I've never, like, I don't want to read negative things about myself. So I will avoid it at all costs. I haven't read our podcast reviews since 
July or so, sorry, I haven't read our podcast reviews since like 2019. Chat like, GPT, look up. Stop, stop. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not yeah. gonna. If someone's like someone's posting this on like Reddit, I would never go there. I would like avoid it at all costs. Like I don't. And I told you the other day, even sometimes at the at this, uh, you know, if, like a comedy club post a clip. I don't need to read those comments because mm-hmm. they're not fans of me. They're they're probably gonna say the same old dumb shit that people say about every other female comic. I don't need to read it. So I. I actively avoid all of that. I don't need to read what strangers say about me on the internet. I care what people close to me think. My friends and family, our team, you know, like knowing what people, knowing, getting constructive criticism is important. So I'm not, it's not that, but all the strangers on the internet, like I don't need it. I think it like can ruin you. Like I think it can seep into your brain. I mean, I don't, I'm pretty good about it. Like I, I could like, speak on this forever i love this topic of like how to the self-talk when someone says something terrible to you of like what you have to tell yourself about the type of person that person is you know like all that stuff why these things don't matter but it doesn't it still can sting and it can still get into your brain and that's very few and far between a people take it pretty easy on me i'm not some hated person i'm not some like polarizing i know plenty of people hate me but it's not incessant and so i have it pretty good i go most days without people saying terrible things to me so it's not that i don't have to like avoid the internet altogether but i don't seek it out and i do avoid it as much as i can and when it happens i just self-talk my way out of it of like why that's not true for one a lot of it's just like that's not true you know or also like i'm not going to please everybody and that's something too i think a lot of people especially anyone in comedy it's like if everybody likes you you're not doing it right you know like you you can't please everybody. It's comedy for one is so subjective. Podcast material is so subjective. Like there's very few creators in the world that everyone likes. I don't, I can't even name one. People hate Beyonce. You you can't ever please yeah. everybody. And so some of it's just like knowing all of those things to be true. But I, you know, come from a world of blogging. I have had people criticizing me for a long time, but to when we to when we got in this point, you know, with the girls got to eat success, like I was already in my 30s and I think that helps too and when you're younger it's so much harder to like not read those comments and not not take them to heart and mm-hmm. I like feel for like younger influencers and people like that that have to he can't help themselves and do read it and I think it can literally ruin you as a person. Like if you read those things nonstop, I don't I don't I know what it would do to me, so I don't do it. And I know some people do it, and I feel for them. I, I do it. I, I, I've been better you about see, it. Will you seek it out? I'll seek it out sometimes. And I and I was been Oof. reading about why I do, why you do it because uh-huh. um, you're I'm a fucking idiot. But I, I a lot of it has to do with no. Um, you're probably more, more normal than me. I I don't. I mean, well, I see. I, I I'm trying not to. Well, here's a couple things. Two things. One, if I'm not treating my body. Right. If I'm partying a lot or if I'm like eating horribly and I'm not I'm not writing a lot, if I'm not I'll take whatever is said about me. And if I'm thinking about that about myself, it just confirms that for me. So but if I'm taking care of myself, I am able to separate the comment from Mm -hmm. who I am. But that's hard. And then I think we seek it out because whatever our our caveman brains, you seek out danger to protect yourself. And that's like part of the reason why people seek out these negative comments is to actually like <clears throat> in a weird way find the danger 
and then it like i think that also it does it it does something to your brain where you feel alive even if it's negative like it, you get, you get addicted to that mm -hmm. feeling of like sadness or like it could reaffirm like why am i sad with myself yeah. oh well here we go now i have an answer right to oh, stay right. in it's like a emotional rut. cutting yeah yeah I mean, so anyhow but there's just like this again this is like really nuanced and i could i could talk about it forever so maybe you shouldn't ask me that i feel really passionate about it but like people who criticize you and then like then they'll criticize you and say you can't take criticism or something like it's weird like people just want to dig in isn't so you're welcome to ignore all of it you know or you're welcome to take a note here and there but I think there's this whole thing of people want to be like they'll criticize people who I don't know I just think people constantly want like apologies and to feel seen and heard if they don't like something that you said and it's yeah like, you can't do that like you really can't bend and twist yourself to please everybody and apologize constantly and listen to all the criticism. You just can't and you shouldn't. And so I think there's a really healthy medium. And I think that Rain and I have come to realize where if like, we know if like everybody is saying a thing and we will address it if it feels like overwhelming, but like most times you put a thing out into the world that a lot of people see, someone's just not going to like it. Yeah. So a lot of it is reminding yourself that like, these two people or these five people said this thing, but what about the hundreds or thousands of other people that liked it? Like you, why do we just grasp on to like the negative thing? And so sometimes I do this and I know other people do this and I do think it's helpful. Is like, if you see something negative or a comment or a DM or whatever, I will like go in and like read those, some of those kind ones that I hadn't like seen before. I, I can't keep up with all my DMs, but like, why would we address some negative thing, criticism and give air to it and let it bother us when we haven't even taken the time to like respond to like 10 DMs that were like really wonderful and kind and complimentary? Like, why not gas those people up for being like a positive energy in the world? So if I get upset about anything, I just try to shift the energy. I think about Larry David he has this thing where he, he was going, he was in New York. He was on one of maybe the pilot episode. And he's walking around New York. Everyone's like, we love you, Larry. Fucking love you, Larry. And then one person goes, fuck you, Larry David. And he's like, what was that? Why was... And then the whole day, he's just talking, you know? And it just never ends. And it's just, you know, we're seeking... <laughs> but if someone... Like, you'd have to say something so much more specific to hurt me. Yeah. Like, like but sometimes, anything uh, of like... If yeah. someone yelled, fuck you, Ashley Hesseltine on the street, <laughs> I would probably laugh. Or if someone yelled, you're a cunt. That I don't care. You're a bitch. You're. <laughs> you're yeah, but you're if you're like, you hurt. put your phone in your other room and you use your vibrator because you can't get a man without paying for a service, you're like, okay, that seems kind of specific. I mean, that's that's kind of that's kind of mean. But do you listen to my pod? You listen. <laughs> yeah. Can you leave a review? <laughs> Can you leave a review, please? Positive. Three stars. Buy a vibrator. Yeah. I mean, this. I really enjoy talking to you. Oh, thanks. Um, I enjoy talking to you. Yeah, and um, yeah, I'm so happy that we're living in the same city. I know. I can't believe you followed me here. It's so weird. I know. Did I think we came on like the first I'm same totally day? Kidding. I I look. I would have. Trust. No, me. I just feel so excited you're here. Like I when you told me it was like on the 
radar I would call Rainer right away you know the funniest thing to me that you said you said like when you were telling me something that happened you were like this stays between me you and Raina like just because you were just telling me yes I know I mean look it's it's a two for one you look you put things up top she puts things down below that's what you're gonna do with what and I love it I like it's to uh, to think that you can tell someone go hey man don't tell anyone and they're not gonna go to someone else and go hey you can't tell anyone that we really think that that, and I still do it. I, I'm 42 years old. I'll still go to a friend and be like, look, you can't, can't tell anyone. <laughs> well, sometimes you just have a person that's not even connected to that other world. Yeah. Like that's the way to go. You yeah, know? Yes, yes, yes. Find a, find someone that is completely unbiased or, well, they'll be biased towards you a little bit. Like, no it's matter never going to get back, you know? Yes. Yeah. And I can keep a secret. I'm pretty good. I've gotten better. I for did sure. keep. I kept. I kept something really personal, like from everybody, Raina included. Wow. And and you're ready to share feel, now. Could you <laughs> yeah, imagine? Yeah, I'd love to share now. <laughs> Can you imagine? Did you? What happened? I don't even remember what it was now. It was something stupid. Something's dumb secret. Well, I'm totally. I'll kidding. ask Chad GPT about it. Um, yeah. Oh, April thirtieth. Yeah. And with that, April 30th, 7 p.m., we have a show, Hot and Funny, at the Hollywood Improv. First one was incredible, sold out. Second one, I had COVID, and I couldn't go, and I was pretty sad about it. Or I was definitely sad about it. I really look forward to it, and come on out. Yeah, and, it's going to be great. We have Allie Colbert, who we've been trying to get. And JT Parr, who was just on the show. Oh, right. On a show called okay. Chad and JT Go Deep on Netflix, who was just a guest on this, and... I'm sure we'll get one more really great guest. And um, yeah, this has been awesome. Thanks for having me. All right, let's get in your Jaguar and go make fun of an Xterra. Okay. Later.